With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It's time to play like a jet with your host, Scott Mason. Play like a jet. What does that mean? Makai Becton, ladies and gentlemen, human beings that large should not run as fast as Makai Becton did. And if you like people just abusing other humans, the Makai Becton tape is for you. Denzel Mims with another monster score of 70 yards. Quick pass to Crowder trying to get him out of the space. Slopes a tackle, and there he goes. Crowder, it's a foot race, and Crowder is in there. A 69-yard touchdown. Donald escapes, trying to buy himself some time. Fires, end zone, it's caught. Incredible play by Donald. He'll hit immediately. From the playlikeajet.com digital studios, this is Play Like a Jet. My name is Scott Mason. You can follow me on Twitter at playlikeajet1. And we are going to dip into the mailbag again today. But before we do that, quite a bit of news on a Friday. Wow, what a day this turned out to be, Chris Nimbley. I can't believe it. The Very Big Deal course joins me. Chris, we recorded yesterday's show just before Zach Wilson's Pro Day because we had some scheduling stuff going on, and so we didn't get an opportunity to talk about what happened in the Pro Day and everything that ensued after that with the trades and all of that. And so let's start with that right off the bat before we get into mailbag questions. First of all, Zach Wilson put on an absolute show. There are some people that are calling this the greatest pro day of all time. Now, you and I talked about this before we started recording. These pro days don't really mean anything. The Sam Darnold in the rain one is a perfect example. But I think because last year, Justin Herbert put on a show at the pro day, and then he turned out to be really, really good his rookie year. People are reading more into this. Plus, there was that ridiculous throw that he made. And if you haven't seen the clip of it, he's running across his body, falling backwards, and throws a perfect perfect strike like 55 60 yards downfield over a guy's shoulder it's incredible and very few people on planet earth can make a throw like that but still it is still in shorts and a shirt so it's not the same as trying to do that when dudes are trying to tackle you and guys are covering the receiver and so on and so forth but still a remarkable display 
by Zach Wilson. And then you get to these trades. San Francisco trades their next two first-round picks in 2022 and 2023 to move up to the number three pick from number 12. Also gave up a third-rounder this year. So it stands to reason that they are going to take a quarterback at number three. The question becomes, which quarterback? That's what everybody's focusing on right now. And then once the Miami Dolphins moved down to 12, they decided to move back up to six with the Philadelphia Eagles who dropped down. In the process, the Eagles grab a future first round pick from the Miami Dolphins. So the Dolphins essentially gained a first rounder next year and a third rounder this year to move down from number three to number six if you figure everything out in total. So here's where we're at with this, Chris, before I bring you in here. You've got the 49ers now sitting at number three, the Dolphins now sitting at number six, the Eagles sitting at number 12. There was a report from Ian Rappaport who quickly deleted it and rephrased it because I think probably somebody from the Philadelphia Eagles called them and said, whoa, 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 you're going too far with that tweet. The original tweet was that the Eagles really wanted Zach Wilson. They didn't feel like moving up to three was going to be enough to get it done. And so instead, they decided to move back, build out the rest of the roster, see what they've got in Jalen Hurts. And then I guess if Hurts doesn't work out, they can come back and do something else next year. But for now, they decided to pick up that extra first rounder for next year. And then he changed the tweet to something else. But what this all seems to tell you is that, A, the Jets are not going to be moving out of that second spot unless somebody comes with the most absurd offer. Because you have to figure, especially knowing the relationship between the San Francisco decision makers and Robert Sala and his coaching staff, there's a strong link there with everybody. That if the 49ers traded up to number three, they first tried to trade up to number two or number one and were told no. You also have to figure that if the Jets turn down a package like the one the Dolphins accepted, it's because they're picking a quarterback because there's no other position where you would turn down an offer like that. So with all of that being said, and the fact that Philadelphia felt like they couldn't get Zach Wilson by trading to number three, this leads to the conclusion that there's about a 99% chance that the Jets are taking Zach Wilson at number two overall. And I wrote a whole piece about this up at playlikeajet.com. Luke Grant's got a good one up there about this as well. We both took a different road on this. I talked about what everything means and the fact that I think that the Jets may have messed up here with Sam Darnold. And he talked a little bit more about the end of the Darnold era and the fact that Wilson put on a show at the Pro Day. So check out both of those articles right now at playlikeajet.com. But Chris, I will say that the 49ers going out and making this move shows you that, yes, they want a quarterback. They're clearly comfortable with a couple of different ones because they can't know 100% sure who's going to be there, but they have a pretty good idea that it's not going to be Trevor Lawrence or Zach Wilson. And the other thing here with the Jets is, unfortunately, whatever ideas we had for what the Jets were going to get for Sam Darnold has to go out the window now because especially with San Francisco out of this, and we had heard several times that San Francisco was the most aggressive team on trying to get Darnold. I think that you're looking at a situation where you may have a team like the Bears or a team like Washington where maybe they want to add Darnold to their quarterback room, but they don't want to do it enough to invest a second round pick. The Jets may end up having to take a third or even a fourth rounder for him. So I think they probably waited too long to make this move. But 
all of this told, and I'm going to bring you in now, Chris, because I sort of filibustered to start the show because there's so much news. Zach Wilson looks like it's pretty much a done deal to the Jets at number two. The 49ers now at number three. They're going to pick a quarterback. We'll see which one, but they are out of the running for Sam Darnold. The Dolphins probably going to pick some sort of offensive weapon, and the Eagles have punted on the possibility of picking a quarterback. So a lot of shakeup here on this pro day for Zach Wilson where he did a fantastic job of cementing his spot as the likely number two pick, and all these other teams made their moves around that. Yeah, so there, there's a lot of moving pieces to all this, obviously, and a lot of fascinating uh, parts of all this. I'm going to start with uh, the Miami part, mostly because I, I had meant to, actually, when we were recording the last mailbag, interject and submit a question myself. And just I, I wanted to say, like, Sometimes, you know, fans of teams always want to think about what their team does, but sometimes I like to look at it, things from a different perspective. And it, to be, I wanted to ask fans, like, what do you want Miami to do there? Do you want Miami to go for a new quarterback? Do you, do you, are you more scared of them drafting another quarterback and then keeping Tua? Do you want them to trade down and gather up even more assets to make the team be- bigger or better? And, uh, Obviously, I I can't submit that exact question because it happened. Um, <laughs> I'm and they they got a huge haul. If I was Miami, I would have just kept that haul and stayed at twelve and not tried to move back up. Um, but that that's what they did. Um, and obviously, look, I I said it while the season was still playing. The Jets were taking a quarterback. Uh, this has been obvious for a long time. But anybody who had any sliver of thinking that it was going to be Sam Darnold still, it's over. Because the way these it works when a team like San Francisco wants to trade up in the draft, they, they don't start at number three. They don't call the third team on, in the draft order and start the bidding there. They, call at, they start at number one. And then Jacksonville says, no, get out of here. We're not, we're taking Trevor Lawrence. And then they go down to number two and the Jets, eh, get out of here. We, we got our guy. And then they go to three and Miami's like, Hey, okay, well, listen, what, what are you offering? That's how the, this works. There's, and if the 49ers thought that it was still a possibility, like, okay, the Jets don't want to trade us now, but maybe in a week or two, they'll come around and be willing to trade then they don't make this trade yet because that still leaves room for the Jets to trade down if they wanted to. The 49ers only make this trade now if they know the the Jets aren't trading out of there and the Jets and we know the Jets are only staying there to take a quarterback. That's just it's been obvious this makes it even that much more obvious. Um the fact that it all happened like during Zach Wilson's pro day is obviously leading a lot of people to the conclusion that Zach Wilson will be the pick. I don't know that you can like make that exact connection for that reason, but I did spend a a lot of time making calls and right now I'm at a 95% confidence level that Zach Wilson will be the pick at two. And it's 95% because I refuse to go any higher just because we still got so much time before the draft. And I feel like being 95% sure of what's going to happen a month away from the draft is maximum 
uh, uh, the maximum you can be. So that's where I am right now. And, uh, you know, it's, they're going to make that picket too. Then we'll see what they end up doing with the second pick. Uh, I, I will against, I just think in general, it's probably better for all of you, you fans. Just stop thinking about what you're going to get for Darnold. Like you're going to get a new quarterback and you got a bunch of other good draft picks in this draft already and you got extra draft picks next year as well you're gonna get something for sam darnold is gonna happen stop driving yourselves crazy trying to figure it out um because it's you're gonna get a quarterback and you're gonna have other picks to build around this team uh just be happy and embrace that because uh it's again it's been obvious but it's like there's no way to even deny it at this point the jets are gonna draft a quarterback and it sure looks like it's Zach Wilson. If 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 this is going to be if the Joe Douglas were to trade uh, Justin Fields or uh, Trey Lance or something, then this would be one of the greatest smokescreen jobs ever. Like so that that would be very impressive if he pulled that off. But I don't think that's what it is. Um, but it, it the whole thing is fascinating. What the Dolphins are doing, what the Dolphins are going to do. Um, and then obviously how that's, you know, they're in the Jets division. You already got the bills and the Patriots there. It's going to be a tough division. Um, so we're, we're a year or two away from the AFC East looking like the NFC West where like every team you're looking at it and being like, Hey, they could maybe be a a pro bowl team or a, a playoff team. And then right now you would have to pencil the Jets in as the Cardinals of that division where it's like, hey, it's a pretty good team, but probably not good enough. But after a couple years of stock into the draft, your hope has got to be that Zach Wilson and Joe Douglas can create enough of uh, stuff around that they're going to be able to take over. But, yeah, if you're still holding on to Sam Darnold as the quarterback, uh, go ahead and let that go because that dream has been dead, but it's it's – dead and buried now it is six feet underground tombstone all firmly implanted into the ground gus tune i think he's talking to you specifically so (laughs) love you gus gus we love you and that's why we're going to start our mailbag questions with you on this show today and gus asks with how well joe douglas is connected in the college system is it right to assume that he may have the upper hand in the forthcoming draft over other teams especially as covid has limited some teams and players to some extent maybe but you got to remember most of these gms are pretty plugged into the college scene or they have people working with them or for them that are plugged into the college scene so i'm sure it'll help but i don't think it's going to give them that much of an advantage and it'll help over some teams. It'll be push with many other teams. And he's not quite at the level with that as some t- other teams. So it's like a three-way split here. Um, but yeah, especially when you're talking about uh, GMs that have been – like I think oh, – okay, so this is going to be Joe Douglas's second draft. I think most GMs that are only approaching their second draft ever, he's probably ahead of the curve on them. Um, but the GMs who have been in place for a really long time or even like in Baltimore where he hasn't been in the head guy in charge uh, for that long, but he's been there and seen how it goes, they already have that stuff built in there. 
and they're probably ahead of Joe Douglas on that stuff. So I, I there's some teams where it's definitely an advantage, uh, teams where it's a push, and then some where it's not as much of an advantage. Uh, but he will continue to build that up over time as well. It's it's one of those things. You the more you stay in a position, the more connections you build, and the more you know who to lean on and who to trust, and uh, the, all things of all that nature. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick, so I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Play like a jet. Play like a jet. Next question comes in from Sean Stevens. He said, based on what the Jets did in free agency and knowing what they still need, what would be your dream selections for number 23 and number 34? So I'm not going to give you one specific player for each spot. I'm going to be a little more broad about it. I ideally would like to see one of those cornerbacks at 23 and one of the offensive linemen at 34. So if they could get Farley, Sertan, or Horn at 23, I'm not so sure how realistic it is. Although with Farley having this surgery, maybe he drops down to number 23. I spoke to Dr. Stoller. Dr. Stoller says there's about a 95% chance of full recovery. He doesn't think that it's going to be a big problem for Farley. So I'd be very comfortable with the Jets picking him at 23 if he slides. And then at 34, somebody like Vera Tucker, if he's there, I'm not so sure he would be. Wyatt Davis, who is a favorite of my friend Chris Walker, somebody like Creed Humphrey, if they could come away from those two picks with a corner and an interior offensive lineman, that would be my preference. Now, I could change my mind depending on who's on the board. If, say, Kadarius Tony's there at number 34, I might be tempted, and there are a variety of other players as well. Perhaps the Jets could get Vera Tucker at 23 if he's sitting there, and then instead they get Newsom at 34, so they fill the corner and offensive line roles that way. But that would be my general answer. If I had my druthers, I'd want a cornerback at 23 and an interior lineman at 34 or vice versa. All right, so I'm kind of similar here, except kind of swap it. Uh, my ideal, I, I'm, I'd be hoping for Elijah Vera Tucker there at 23. I, I said before, I don't think he will still be there, but that's what I'd be hoping for. If he's not there, I'd definitely be good with one of those corners. You know, I've been doing uh, the mock draft since uh, the pro day and since everyone was, uh, I was told, like, yeah, it's going to be Zach Wilson. I was like, okay, let me start doing these mocks. And one uh, player I have been – now, obviously, this isn't a perfect gauge because the mocks that I'm doing, the board's not going to fall exactly the same. Well, what I have ended up doing, I've, I've taken a lot of Jalen Phillips with that, uh, the edge from Miami with that second first round pick and then gone uh, pretty much every time I end up taking Wyatt Davis with that uh, first second round pick. Um, and 
you know, by the I won't be surprised if Wyatt Davis, you know, would be somebody that would be considered at 23 either. I think that's a player who's going to go up there. Um, so I think the perfect combination, what you probably want is is a corner and an offensive lineman. Uh, the order doesn't really matter, you know, just the players who they end up getting. But, like, if there's somebody like a Jalen Phillips who I, I haven't, like, fully dove in on the tape yet, but if there's somebody like that there or Jeremiah Usu, like – as a linebacker from Notre Dame, uh, I could see them making a move like that. But if if you're trying to target positions, the, and you know target positions, and assume that that guy is at the top of the list, because that I am definitely not saying that they're just going to take an offensive lineman just to take an offensive lineman. But what you're hoping for is that it's an offensive lineman in the corner. That That's probably what they're hoping for most with the, that second first-round pick and first second-round pick. Next question comes in from the Jet Ranger. He says, what would you like to see the Jets do at cornerback? Let's build on the answer we both just gave, Chris. I'd like to see the Jets draft a corner at number 23 if they can get one of the top three guys, if one of those guys slides down. Otherwise, maybe Newsom at 34. And I'd like to see them sign Steven Nelson. I don't understand why they haven't done it yet. I don't think he's going to be that expensive. He's a good corner, only 28 years old. And as we've talked about before, he would allow them to breathe a little easier because then the urgency to draft a corner super high disappears a little bit. You still want to grab a corner in the first couple of rounds, but if you have Nelson, then as you said, Chris, on the last mailbag, you could look at it and say, we feel good about this Bryce Hall kid, but we don't have to put that kind of pressure on him to be the number one corner. You have Nelson. It gives you a stabilizing presence. So I would like to see them grab a corner at 23, maybe 34, and sign Steven Nelson. Yeah, I mean, right now, Steven Nelson is the only real non-draft solution. Obviously, you can wait for training camp cuts. Maybe you can sit here and monitor the Marshawn Lattimore situation and see if maybe you can get get him, pry him cheaply from the Saints. But that's about it. Otherwise, you're just going to have to wait and see and hope somebody else gets cut. And we know how that works. Uh, you can hope for that, but it doesn't always work out. <laughs> like <laughs> you, you can get somebody who gets cut and be like, yeah, that's not the guy that's going to help us. So Steven Nelson's your only real option outside of the draft. Um, I, I again, I made my point that I am firmly focused on building an offense around Zach Wilson and making sure everything is in place to help him more than everything else. But I would absolutely draft a cornerback in this draft. I'd probably draft two regardless. I'd probably take one with one of the thir- those thirds. I might take one with, uh, you know, the 23rd or the second, depending on who's there. But, um, I, I, if not one of those top guys is there, I'd be perfectly comfortable taking someone in with one of the thirds and then picking someone up in fourth or fifth. Um, but yeah, if, if you want a combination, it's really Steven Nelson. Like I said, unless you monitor the Matt Marshawn Lattimore thing and that even then that, that they'd have to like only give up a fifth form. I don't think Joe Douglas is going to be trading anything too high for him. So it's really Steven Nelson and the draft that you're looking at. And I would sign Steven Nelson. It's not going to hurt you too much. It's also not going to, you know, they're not all of a sudden going to be a 
a confirmed playoff team or anything like that because of Steven Nelson, but it just gives you um, a comfort level to know, okay, at least we got him and he he's he's good. Like, not great, he's good. And that's better than what we have and know now. And that gives you more flexibility play around with where you have to try to uh, draft one in the draft. Next question comes in from Jim D. He says, any concerns that with all the love former Salah players have given him since he got hired, not one of them has signed with the Jets. He's talking about defensive players because obviously Tevin Coleman came in here. So I don't know that there should be any reason for worry on this because as far as I'm aware, the only one they seem to really want is Kwan Williams, and he ended up going back to San Francisco where he was comfortable. They were connected to some other players, but from what I can gather, they were never heavy in on most of those guys like Kerry Hyder and Richard Sherman, and we've talked about this before. Richard Sherman's only going to play a couple more years. He's a West Coast guy. He wants to play for a contender, so I don't really ever think that that was going to be a possibility unless nobody else was interested and the Jets were the only team that stepped up. So I'm not really worried about this, especially when you hear a guy like Carl Lawson who said that Robert Sala's YouTube videos got him all amped up and excited to play here. He did also say, of course, that the $30 million guaranteed was the number one motivating factor, but he also went on to explain that watching Robert Sala on YouTube made him extra excited to come play for the Jets. So I wouldn't really worry about it. I don't think it means anything one way or the other. Yeah, I wouldn't worry about it. I'm I'm surprised by it, but the thing that I'm surprised by is not that the players haven't been willing to come here. It's that they didn't try harder to get some of these players. Um, I had heard and been told that they had some, some level in Kerry Hyder, but they knew that he was going to be uh, priced out of their market. Someone was going to pay more than they were willing to. Um, they just really haven't been in on these guys. Um, and so that, like you said, K1 Williams, they were, there were some interest there. And, you know, this is one of those things that people always do. Yeah. He's from Jersey, so he'll want to come here. Well, not everybody wants to go home. And then also, I I lived in uh, the San Francisco Bay Area when I was a kid. Uh, I've been out there plenty of times, and I love it out there. And if you're going to tell me that I get to choose between living in the Bay and living in Jersey as much as I love Jersey, um, and it's going to be equal money, I'm taking the Cali place. Um, So not everybody wants to come back home but they really didn't go after any of the guys. And that surprised me because uh, I would have thought that Robert Soller would want at least one guy that he can bring in and help as a teacher, but maybe he doesn't feel he needs it. Um, you know, I, I forget who saw, who put it out there, but somebody uh, said that there seems to be a thing that the jets are trying to get away from the image that they're just trying to make like the jets 49ers East. Um, but, and that's a, that's a weird thing to even think about because it's not like every coaches do this all the time. Take one or two players. And like, if they sign Kwan Williams and Kerry Hyder, no one's going to be like, Oh my God, they're trying to be the four. No, it just makes sense. Um, but they, they just didn't go after most of these guys. So I'm not concerned about it. Like this is some referendum on Robert Sala. And it's just, I think what it speaks to more 
is, again, look at San Francisco's season last year. They had injuries all over the place, had uh, all types of issues with COVID, uh, making it even worse. And they were still really good. They still played really good. Like, they didn't have the great record, especially because of the offense and the quarterback situation there. But the defense was still really tough. So uh, Robert Sala is probably just thinking, hey, I don't need to go ahead and bring one of these guys in. We can go ahead and just concentrate on building up the most talent that fits our system, and we're going to be just fine. Chris Nimbley, the very big deal of JetsInsider.com, the owner, the operator, the lead reporter, the whole shebang over there. Thanks so much for coming on, as always. Really appreciate it. I know you've got plenty cooking over at JetsInsider.com. What can people expect to read when they head over there? Yeah, I got something coming up on Zach Wilson soon. I got something right up there now about the Vinnie Curry signing and um, just about how they could go about deploying all these defensive linemen now with Quinnen and Sheldon Rankins and Carl Lawson. Just that the focus on that defensive line and why uh, you know the the corners aren't out there for them. So they say, hey. Let's just keep stacking that line. That'll help the corners out as well. And then you have the, they feel they're strong at safety. So I got that up there now. I'm going to have a piece coming up about the running game, all the improvements they've done there and how much that's going to be critical, especially for a rookie quarterback to go with. So there's, there's plenty up there for you guys. Make sure that you visit JetsInsider.com to read Chris's very big deal work and follow him on Twitter at CNimbly and at JetsInsider and check out everything we're doing at PlayLikeAJet.com. We've got some great material up there right now, including pieces that I wrote and Luke Grant wrote about what went down at Zach Wilson's Pro Day and the fallout in terms of what the Jets are likely to do at number two and what may become of Sam Darnold. Plus, a great piece by John Grella, who can see through this stuff like nobody else. He talked about what Daryl Slater said on the show the other day about how a lot of these reporters were trying to make a story out of thin air with Corey Davis's comments and how refreshing it was to hear Daryl say that and then broke down the sorry state of sports journalism along those lines. So go ahead over to playlikeajet.com and check that out. And also head over to iTunes and give us a five-star review if you haven't done that already. Easy way to help us out if you like the show. Doesn't take you much time. It doesn't cost you any money, but it really does help us out a ton. So if you could do that for us, we'd be quite grateful. And for the latest and greatest in New York Jets podcast, you know where to go. That's Play Like a Jet Digital and playlikeajet.com. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.